welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. Recording. Hello, welcome to episode 415 of the Self-Help Podcast with me, me Sean Orford, me, Ed Lamb, and my good pal, Sean Orford. <laughs> You've changed, Sean. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish, eh? <laughs> um, how are you doing? You okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, uh, I've just taken delivery of the stovetop oven for the camper van when it comes, and it's looking very sexy. So, Not long now, eh? Hey? Um, like, are you starting to yeah, dream of what, what's your first trip going to be, do you know? Uh, I think it's going to this place called Walkworth, I think. Often. Oh, no, you wouldn't like it up there. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, stay away from the northeast this this summer. You wouldn't like it. It's not for you. <laughs> Everybody, you. you have to get your Ed detectors on and go and find <laughs> Ed in a field. That's it. Very cool. No, yeah, looking forward to seeing it uh, and having a little, little poke around in it. Very exciting stuff. Um, yeah. Liveinthepresent.co.uk for all the show notes and links. Um, and all previous episodes and yes yeah, sign up to the newsletter as well if you can and you get some free meditation files which judging by what we're going to talk about today about kind of looking back but letting go of some stuff some nasty stuff that might happen over the last year meditation can come in handy so i'm told isn't that right sean it is not that you'd know because you never do it <laughs> <laughs> um, well i might need to yeah i mean yeah i'm, I'm thinking about having a, having a go at being a local counselor in the in the yeah like hot off the press don't tell anyone but um, i haven't decided fully yet Uh, but yeah i might need meditation might be needed for uh judging with like i i think you'd be in your element doing that i think you'd be uh well suited to the practice uh seems like the next Mm. natural progression for me but you know i'll tell more about that in the coming weeks and months when i've made a decision so you could end up being the mayor of merseyside the matter of Percy side is that yeah it could happen <laughs> imagine <laughs> you'll be my right hand man Sean because uh, yeah we'll, we'll all be about mental health and kind of focusing on yeah yeah living yeah. well we'll life. get there we'll do it we'll get there um yeah what you've been up to how's life um I'm okay I've had my um end of COVID haircut just noticed yeah looking very sharp yeah. you look 10 years younger Sean at least <laughs> so what are you now 21 uh, 27. Um, okay. Uh, I've admit to 27. <laughs> have, you, have you seen those pictures of Tony Blair? One with the where he's got like hair. a bit of a mullet on the go. Yeah, that's funny. Looking like a bit of a mad professor. Yeah, he's had quite a lockdown, yeah. hasn't he, by the look of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny now watching people just going down the street. You can see everyone's had their hair done and they're all covered. Hey, I'm here, look at me. I'm good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, was, I was straight in the barbers when I got the chance. I kind of, I, I kind of got used to cutting my own hair, but yeah, you can realise a certain kind of artistry and it, to a to a good barber, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Not that I'm looking. Yeah, to bar- barbers must have had such a tough time because they just, I suppose, like lots of lockdown industries, not been able to see people. Yeah, I wonder. I mean. I bet they all was it was all kind of some kind of black market was was on the go and people were asking for haircuts for fifty quid a pop probably so I'm sure they did all right you know doing them <laughs> quietly in the woods when no one was looking or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yes, I, I have had a client who cut her own hair oh. quite severely. It was, she'd had enough of it, so she just got the scissors out and off she went. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Sean, you've written a blog post which is titled Look Back, Let Go, Be Positive and Move Forward. And it's, it's, yeah, it's quite a forthright article you've written. So, yeah, what, what prompted this one? It's just this whole thing about, about everybody <clears throat> going back into work, people trying to get going, get moving. And um, one of the things about people going back into the workplace is the past enmities um, and unresolved nastiness is coming back up again. Yeah. Right. And I've had to deal <clears throat> with, with a little bit of mediation over the last couple of weeks as people are getting back into it. And I'm thinking, oh, God, just let it go. Get on with your life, you know. Um, you and it is, it's quite, quite tough, you know. Um, so, and, and I think that runs alongside what we were talking about before, about people going back in and feeling like imposters and not having the, the confidence to go back into work. And then they go back into work and somebody that they've had problems with in the past says something and then they're off. You know, so we've had a few situations with people having stand-up ding-dongs in the workplace that we've had to go in and deal with, you know. Um, so, uh, well, yeah. so, and we, we're all about living in the present. So telling people to look back and spend some time in the past, especially if it's maybe a negative past, can might seem a little bit counterproductive or against what... So how, why, why should we be looking back? Well, no, I, I think what it's about is about... Um, if you realize that you're not being in the present because you're allowing things from the past to hold you back, you need to resolve those things and let them go. Cut the elastic that connects you to them to allow you to be in the present. Mm -hmm. Many people can't be in the present because they're living in the past, you know, or living in the future. But they're, And it's like people that are going through this, you know, oh, my God, I'm so bloody miserable in the world. You know, It's like, well, stop it. Stop it. Okay, let's go back through the last 18 months where we've all been through this weird experience. And anything that we're holding on to out, out of that time, let it go. Yeah? And that may mean, in our terms, revisiting step one and maybe step two. So I'm, I'm going to put those in as a result. So it's like, um, and if you have got a copy of step one or if you have got the book, go back and do it again you know get rid of it stop letting this negativity hold you down and hold you back let's get a bit of positive going on here yeah you know? i mean i'll uh I'll tell you what i'll remind myself to link to the episodes we did not too long ago where we did the course kind of through via the podcast yeah, um, yeah. so and yeah that's an important reminder isn't it that you don't just you don't just you don't have to just read a book once and then forget about it or you can read it over and over and over again can't you to kind of let it well, I, i've been through that situation where i've read a book lots of times like maybe 10 times and people have said to me why are you reading that book again you know the, the, the book doesn't change it's the same words and my thing is no the book doesn't change but i do and i see something different in it each time i read it yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. my mother had a tradition where she would uh, every winter, she'd start reading The Hobbit, and she'd read The Hobbit <laughs> you know, every year. It was like her thing. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm on like read through number three, I think, of Lord of the Rings with 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 my eldest. Uh, mm. I've I read it a couple of times in my life as well. 
and I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's, it's been the gaps have been that big between reading that I, I kind of it's like reading it from scratch again. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, there are movies and TV shows that I watch over and over again, and you you do spot you do spot new things and you learn new things about them, don't you? Each time. Yeah. One of the frustrations about watching a film of a book is that they don't get the characters right because the characters in my head are right, not the ones on the screen. Yeah. You know? Mm. <laughs> so, well, yeah. yeah, I found that with Lord of the Rings helped actually. I think that they did the film so well that uh, the characters were so well kind of portrayed that I now see when I'm reading the book, I find it easier because I can just see Aragorn and um, yeah, mm. Sam and Frodo and all that kind of stuff a lot more. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah, I guess. Yeah. Mm-mm. And what about Gollum? Did they get Gollum right here? Yeah, uh, I think they did actually. Yeah, I mean. Like I say, the gaps when I was a kid between watching it and then watching the movie and now reading it again 20 years later. The movies are nearly mm. 20 years old, by the way. I think this Christmas, the movie wow. will be 20 years old. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's all fine with me. But yeah, let's, we'll, do, we'll do a Lord of the Rings episode, but we won't talk too much about that today. Loads of lessons yeah, in Lord okay, of the Rings, right. actually. Um, about... But if you look at Lord of the Rings, it's a parable. The same as Narnia is. It's all about evil overcoming, being overcome by the light. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Tolkien was a big fan of nature, wasn't he? And he hated mechanisation and Tolkien hated machines of of any kind, Mm. really. He just wanted to be left alone in the woods, I think. And Mm. yeah, that comes across big time uh, in the books. Mm. But um, yeah, so you've got a few kind of exercises listed in in your blog post, which people can do. And the first kind of three points about looking back and letting go. So they say, number one, list all the things that you really don't like about the last 18 months. Number two, identify anyone who hurt you or made you angry or upset. And then three, what was the worst thing that happened to you in this time? So and then it says to write a paragraph about each of these events, uh, stating why you truly feel, what you truly feel about them. So why is it important to, to journal things, Sean, and write things down? Because when you keep them inside your head, um, and you don't allow them out, they fester and they go round and round like a pea in a tin. Whereas to get them out on a piece of paper or onto a screen through a keyboard, you have to process them from your head and your heart out there. So you've had to do the processing to move it on. Um, you can sometimes do that through talking it out. If you're talking out with someone who is positive and is allowing you to talk it out rather than reinforcing it, going, well, I know exactly what you mean and reinforcing the problem. um, But usually to write something out is very, very powerful. And that's why keeping journals and diaries can be good. Um, But what I'm suggesting that you do here with this stuff is that you write it out just like you would with step one and you let it go. And the easiest way to do that is to read it out loud and commit it to the flame, either like a bonfire or a barbecue or something, and just let it go. Watch it disappear watch it turn from something solid into energy and just go you know and is allow your emotions to go with it is this something that you you ever do i mean you write a weekly blog post and that you tend to write the blog post now before we do the episode so it's it's obviously stuff that's on your mind do so do you find it quite therapeutic to write those um and do you ever write ones that don't get published or that you don't send to me yeah 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 i do i i write um some stuff under a pseudonym sometimes to myself um, that um, uh, is is a way of dumping the negativity, you know, 
negative. One, one day I'll publish the negative. So. Yeah. I remember actually um, when I had a job way back when, like uh, 20, like, no, that wasn't 20 years ago, 15 years ago I had a job. Wow. Imagine. That, sound, that sounds like you've retired. <laughs> yeah. I still work, but yeah, I don't consider myself as having a job, which my lads are, my lads are really fat getting start starting to be quite fascinated about and I, they like tell their mates at school my dad hasn't got a job my dad hasn't got a job oh he's he's unemployed oh, he's one of those wasters on the dog yeah just, but yeah just buzzes around on his bikes and, and annoys people but uh when i did have a job maybe one of the things that put me off kind of being part of that um that world of like having a monthly salary and a desk to go sit at was, was my boss. And, um, I remember one, I can't actually remember what happened exactly. The instance with me over the edge, but I remember walking home from, from, from this, from my work. Uh, and it was a good half hour walk that I used to do every day to and from the office. Uh, and I remember getting really fuming about, uh, something that had happened or something that I wasn't able to do or given the responsibility for, and I got home to the flat we were living at the time and I, I typed out this letter, uh, which is a massive rant against him. And I, d- I don't think, look, thinking back, I don't think I ever intended to print it off and email or email it to anyone. I, I always, it was just going to be for me, um, just to kind of, and this was before I even, you know, I met you and I was aware of any anything uh, connected to the, the world of self-development, but it just felt like, the only thing I could do at the time I was walking home really angry about stuff and I just I kind of had written out the letter in my head already and then I got home and I just typed it all out um, and then I'm not even sure if it exists in a folder somewhere on a on a hard drive or not I might try and dig it out um, but do you find it something that people could do naturally is it something people have done down down the ages just write something down and just kind of get it out of their heads yeah I think a lot of songs were about that you know songs aren't about yeah. We're all having a good time. Songs are like, I'm really pissed off and I'm going to tell you all about it. Usually is what songs are. You know. My yeah. baby left me. Gugum, gugum. Um, the key in what you just said, though, was you said, I can't really remember. And what you were saying then was you'd let go of it. If you had said, and I can remember to this very day what was going on, it would be because you were holding it. Oh. Yeah. And that's the difference between you writing that letter is the very thing I'm talking about. You processed it out. So it wasn't, it wasn't like <clears throat> inside you. Whereas there are lots of people that are still going on about stuff that happened 20, 30, 40 years ago, like it happened yesterday, because they keep revisiting, keep building it. Oh, and they never let yeah. it out. Wow. So even, even back then, before I'd met Sean, Sean Offord, the mighty Sean Offord, I was, I was on the right track already. You were just naturally being perfect. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the negative stuff. But then your article goes on to um, talk about how we, we can do the opposite and we can think about the positive things that have happened in the past year or 18 months yeah. and do the what same. What was the most positive moment of the last 18 months? You know, <clears throat> who was the most positive person? Who helped you the most? You know, what was the best thing that you achieved? Um, and, and that can come in a variety of things, you know, like maybe the best thing that you achieved was I didn't punch so-and-so on the nose. You know, and that's a positive. You know, I mean, that kind of thing. It just depends on how it's been for you. I mean, if you said, if I said to you, what's your most positive moment of the last 18 months, what would you say? Um well, I'm just actually get, I'm just getting memories of it now, and it's, it's going to be my resource later on. But uh, it's it's just spending time with my family in that first initial lockdown about a year ago, or just 
just over when the weather was great and we were all in the garden. Um, you know, I'm again conscious, mm-hmm. conscious like disclaimer that a lot of people were in hospital and getting really panicked about yeah. work and all that stuff. But yeah, personally, we were happy and sheltered and warm and clothed and fed and sitting in the garden playing yeah. with guinea pigs and just like making pizza and stuff like that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and for me, I, I wasn't journaling. That's journaling, journaling. Yeah, that stuff. I was. <laughs> I guess when something positive is going on for me, immediately, like a lot of people, I reach for my phone and I take a photo. Uh, All right. And then I get. Well, um, maybe that's a visual journal. Yeah. If you go back and you review it. I think so. Uh, mm. What about you? Yeah. What your last eighteen months or so? I, there's been loads. <clears throat> I mean, there's been loads in the family there's been loads um that I've, got, I've seen people do the most amazing things <clears throat> excuse me long code yeah, yeah. um i've seen people do the most amazing things for other people you know when you see it happen it's like wow you know there have been so many highs like that um but even through to when the guy um hit me in the car uh, in the and T-boned my car and he got written off. You know, if he hadn't done that, I wouldn't be getting a camper van now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So although at the time it was like, oh, I like my car, you know, it's like, it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to end up with this thing that we can go and use and we can have good times in, you know. Yeah. It can even be a mobile consulting room. There's all kinds of things I can do with it that um, are exciting, you know. Yeah, so there, to me, there's been loads of positives over the last 18 months, really. You know. And some of those even now. I mean, we, we went to see Auntie V the other day. who's was 94 this year. I can't believe it. Um, and at 94 years of age, because we, we don't go in a house yet. So we're stood outside, uh, and she's stood in the doorway, her back doorway. And she stood up for an hour and a half, gabbing to us. Yeah. For at ninety four, she was still there, you know, um, and and so I mean, there's loads of things like that, you know, and I think that she she she's probably the most positive person that I've seen over this period of time because she'd been isolated. She isolated well before everybody else had to. She did it naturally. Right. She thought it was safer. So mm-hmm. uh, she came round for tea on um, uh, for like afternoon tea on on Saturday or Sunday, my meal. And uh, it was that was the the first time she's been out and to to someone else like us for for eighteen months, you know, wow. over eighteen months. In fact, yeah, yeah, I saw I saw a, a friend, um, an acquaintance, yesterday for lunch actually, and um, he he lives quite an isolated life on his own. He hasn't got he hasn't got family in the country, uh, let alone in the in the area. Um, and he's been on his own for the last yeah twelve months or so, and he's been all right from what he told me at least. Um, but yeah, he was like at the end of the lunch week, he was like, Ed, it's the first time I've seen anyone properly in, you know, outside of yeah. the shop for a year. It's been really nice. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So what about that last one there? What's the best thing that you've achieved in this, do you think? Oh, achieved. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I did, I did a load of climate change classes, online stuff throughout lockdown last year so like professionally speaking it was probably that so i did it to nine or ten different community groups across world we did uh, some online 
Zoom workshops. Um, so yeah, professionally, it was probably probably that really got to meet loads of cool people and mm. quite enjoyed the process on the whole. Yeah. 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 That was good fun. Yeah. And, and for me, it's, um, you know, being online, working with people and gradually getting that right. Because, I mean, therapy online is quite a, a big deal. And although I've been doing it in places like the Middle East from here, it's, um, it's been a real kind of education mm. this whole period of time. Um, and I think moving forward that um, it will become much more a part of what we do. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's been good. Yeah. yeah okay so to, to, to sum things up then there's some questions at the end of the article that ask people and one of which is to imagine it's new year's eve 2021 and someone is saying a few words about your achievements over the last 18 months what would they be saying so is this a real is this, this is kind of like a visualization technique is it yeah and it's like um even if the last this last period has been like so awful what are you going to do with the rest of the year up until 2021? Could it be, you know, that, yes, he had a really bad time up to that moment, but then he pulled the sword out the stone and changed it and got positive, and, you know, it's that kind of thing. What would you want to do? Would it be, no, no, Sean was the most miserable person that you could possibly imagine, you know? Um, and it, it's a good way of getting yourself focused on what is it that you need to do. Um, and then you can write down an affirmation that would support you achieving what you want, you know. Um, and what's the affirmation? The affirmation is to say something positive that those are actually happening now. So I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm fit and I'm healthy, I'm rich and I'm wealthy, I'm slim and I'm sexy, whatever it is, you know, that you start to get those phrases, those ideas in your mind and you start to build them. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then it kind of it sums up with saying that, looking forward beyond that and what what would what will be your greatest challenges that you need to overcome to achieve what you really want so uh, yeah yeah i mean yeah. You're, you're getting excited about this camper van and you'll be able to travel the uk with ease and stay where you want and further afield i assume as well yeah yeah um and that does represent <clears throat> challenges as well because um there'll be things that you can't do with it um uh, because you go to work or whatever, you know. Um, I know that uh, because things are now going online, in effect, I could be parked up anywhere in the country and online to people and just carry on doing what I'm doing, but do it from where I am, um, which would be fun. <laughs> Even might record record a podcast or two from yeah, who knows where, eh? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. We could go somewhere very interesting and record it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should um, do one in in Walkworth <laughs> that would be nice that would be very nice yeah we should do that for sure uh, what's your results yeah. of the week then Sean well it, it, it goes back to, to what we were talking about before it's step one step one maybe step two um, and if you can just put the links in for those that would be good that's that, that is great because let's let's let go of this negative period of time you know I've got so many people Online, there's someone who I was in ashrams with years ago, who someone who I have had a lot of respect for over the years. We had the same teachers, lots of, 
Um, and they're now online doing these verbal diatribes about, and it's real kind of conspiracy theorist to the point where they, they said that there was an experiment has been done where people that have the vaccine become magnetic and you can stick magnets on them and they won't come off, you know, that stick on them. Okay. So I thought that's really interesting. So having had both the vaccines, I went and got some magnets. And in fact, I have a magnet right here now. And you know what? It doesn't stick on me head. It falls off. <laughs> yeah. And it's like somebody who is so intelligent and I thought was so aware is now peddling this idea that if you have the vaccine, you're going to become magnetic because it's got these nano things in it. And I think, hmm. Okay. Mm. So everybody here listening to this that's had the, the vaccine, please go and get a magnet and decide whether you become magnetized and, yeah. uh, and let me know. Well, if you're the magnet, are you a magnet as well or is it you just become like a metallic? No, she said was magnets, that these people magnets would stick to them. Okay, well, I'll try. Yeah. And she would never have the the vaccine on that basis, which mm. is very odd. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be. Maybe I'm just not a very magnetic person. I'm <laughs> yeah, well, I've always said that about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, well, my resource quickly is, is Time Hop, which is the app I use for kind of reminding me of what I've been doing the last year. So on this day, it'll it'll every day you get a little notification and it shows you links up to your photo album or your facebook or your instagram and it shows you what you were doing on that day a year ago two years ago so just a nice little given that i use my phone generally to take pictures of positive things it's just a nice little morning reminder of uh what was going on although at the moment it's mainly showing us how good the weather was a year ago and how awful it is now <laughs> so, yeah. so how long have you been doing that for well, it actually, you can go on streaks. It tells you how many days you've done it for. And I'm, I've, I've been using it for about 1,350 days, whatever that is. So about four years or so. I've, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so amazing. Cool little app. So yeah, I'll, I'll link to that. Um, and yeah, that's about it for now. So livingthepresent.co.uk, all the show notes and links. And Sean, I'll see you again next week, eh? Okay. You take care. See you, everyone.